Yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you got your man, Sunny Ill, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining, and you have entered Squared Circle 101, happy Valentine's Day, everybody, now with me, my man right here, I'm gonna say, we have two different versions or definitions of what B-Day means, my man, Shooter, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing alright. I'm doing all right. It's all right. It's all right. I didn't understand what you. I understand what it meant, though. But you know, it's not Valentine's Day anymore. It's week of. There's a lot of love in the air. I feel it. Not like Kevin Love broke down, but there's a lot of love. And another fight. You're one of those people that celebrate your birthday all month, ain't it? No, I don't celebrate my birthday. It's all week. No, if you check the calendar, it's a holiday. But we're here to discuss the sweet science. Make sure you hit us up at Facebook.com/forward/slash/squared/circle101. Hit us up on Twitter at TalkingSmack101 or on Gmail at SquaredCircle101. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. Check it out. We're the only guys who got an app for the show and everything else you love about boxing. Because that's what we're here to discuss. The sweet science. Make you feel good. Get you motivated. Maybe give you some laughs and jokes. Now that we're feeling good, we're all hyped up. Let's feel a little better and talk about IAMRCF. They support us. We support them. If you want to be better, be better with the best. Three years in a row, King 5 and Evening Magazine. How are you feeling about it? Man, one thing I can I can sincerely vouch for these cats. So uh, I'm in my second week of training there, and I'm giving up my LA Fitness membership to actually join this place, man. I don't – honestly, it's not a – it's just like if you guys ever listened to our former interview with uh, – our other interview with uh, Sugar Ray Seals and how we talk about boxing is for everybody, but everybody ain't for boxing. It's the same thing, same man. Thing. It's like It's like you have to – you have to have no quit in you mm-hmm. to be doing this stuff because, like, every day I dread going to it, but I feel great after I after come out because, yep. like, you really have, like, you really have to push yourself, and it's not for the faint of heart. So I want to give a shout, special shout out to Low, my trainer out there, who's Low doing his, and, hey, who's doing his thing out there, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you a lot for uh, what you bring into the table, man. You, I hate him at times, but at the same time, Ooh. man, it's all love, though. Hey, I am RCF.com. It's CrossFit. It's fitness, it's wellness. If you want to test yourself, test it with the best three years in a row. Oh, and also another Find thing about that too. Find a location close to you. <laughs> hey, last week, remember how mm-hmm. I told you he's probably going to kill me after oh, I said yeah. after I said it was uh, he it an easy day. Yeah, he brought it up and he made me pay for it too. He's so. like, oh yeah, what was that? Yeah, Did he, he tell you like, at least in mid workout like you had an easy day, huh? Nah, he just no from the get from the get go, man. He just he tried to grab me, man. He tried to he tried to take me out right in the beginning though. So, but it's one of those things you got to dig deep inside yourself, just like boxing, and you got to power through it. That's why we support them, because they support us. They listen to the show. They tell their friends. They tell their family. We need you to do the same and spread the love. Where is the love at? Where is the love? Don't sing that on my show. <laughs> no, don't sing that on my show, man. Don't, well, I don't, might don't. flip it to like Bud, but that's a whole other category. We're not going to talk about that. We're here about <laughs> discuss the sweet science. It was an okay fight weekend, I thought. Not bad at all. We had some Showbox New Generation. It's always good to see the up-and-comers, too, because right? you just... You, is uh, I got a cousin. I got a cousin named Isaac, 
and he uh, he doesn't watch college sports at all. At all. And then, you know, whether it's football or basketball, and I'm like, man, this is a chance to get to see them before they actually get big. So it's just like you can see the potential and you can watch them develop throughout their career. So that's why when it, when you see, you know, amateur yeah. fights or a Showtime New Generation or when, we go to the ba- generation when we, or when we go to the Battle of the Boat, man, you get to really see people before they become – Champions I remember before they watching become really big. Sean Porter on Showbox New Generation. Yeah. Um, D- Demetrius Andrade's been on there. Keith the Ch- Thurman's been Keith on there. Thurman, all yeah, the so Charlo all twins, guys, yeah. all these guys, up and coming Showbox Next Generation, and they had a pretty good fight card. Yeah, they the did. No, one, they really did. They did. And we're gonna discuss all of it too. We're gonna get down on it too. You, you guys, stay tuned. Stay tuned. We on it. Now let's feel even better. What you got for me today? So it's uh, in anything you do, it's really hard to. Uh, one of the biggest things we always talk about is uh, being able to focus and mm-hmm. being able to have the commitment what it takes to you know to be great. So it's it's easy to fall. It's just like the gym. It's yep. easy to fall off and easy. it's hard to stay. It's Very hard to stay easy. back on. When you're winning, keep working like you're losing. Mm. So it's you know. It, I always try to keep a lot of stuff basic, man, but that's how you stay on top, man. Once you get to the top and you become champion, world champion, you don't just quit right there. That, that, tra- that, tra- that training that you took to get to there, man, somebody's coming after you. That's us right now. Yep. We coming at we coming after everybody. It's so like, you got it. So you got it. You can't get comfortable. It's like, because what's the worst thing about you. being at the top? Nowhere to go but down. There's nowhere to go Everybody's but down. Everybody's gonna You got And you got to fight to stay up there. So it's just like, hey, man, you got to keep that hunger in you. That's why uh, cats like Mayweather is impressive, man. Yeah. Like to be able to hold that and reign supreme like that for that long. To keep man. his cool and discipline when guys know, are smothering them, attacking then, them, throwing everything at him, just like he said. Just like he said though, he was like, ain't no athlete in the world that's gonna outwork me. And that's somebody who's been in the game 30 years, 30 plus, you know, 30 plus mm-hmm. years, man. So, and then, you he know, takes, 15, 20 at the top. He takes your favorites and make them look mediocre, period. Yeah, that, so it's just, it's, that's just uh, what it is. I'm not even a fan, but you can't deny what we saw and witness. One more time. When you're winning, keep working like you're losing. It makes me think of the James Dean quote when he said, uh, he says, yeah, live as if, he said, dream as if yeah. you die today, live as if you live forever. It was one like that. No, I know, I know what yeah. you're talking about, though. But, but yeah. me and James D, we don't talk anymore. He's been dead for a while. So you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, back when he was, back yeah. when he was part of the Rat Pack. Yeah. Back when he was part of the Rat Pack, exactly. I got I think, you. I don't, I don't think he was part of the Rat Pack because he, he died so young. I think that, in fact, the James Franco movie where he played him is more popular than anything else he's ever done, probably. So, But enough about that. Let's talk about the sweet science. If we're going to get into movies, we'll talk about old boxing movies, not Rocky. All right. <laughs> Showbox, new generation. The first fight up was Ernesto Garza versus John Fernandez. Yep, man. So just like you said, uh, when you watch show, uh, Showbox, new generation boxing, it's all the up-and-comers. So we got Ernesto Garza, the third. Uh, Southpaw, 7-1, four knockouts. And uh, you got John Fernandez, 10-0, eight knockouts. John Fernandez came from overseas. These are both their televised premiere in U.S., Mm-hmm. Um, super featherweights, super 100, featherweight. 130 pounds. Action packed. That's impressive it, to have it, 10 and 8 KOs. Yeah, no, for, mm-hmm. it, it really is. Even the 7 with the uh, 4 KOs. So, it, now you had you had a difference. And, you know, they bring up, especially yeah. when these guys have, uh, when these guys, so let me uh, just, yeah. yeah. So, John Fernandez has 77 amateur fights and Ernesto Garza had 200, 200. amateur fights. Mm-hmm. With I when he came out, Ernesto Garza was he's a shorter he was a shorter fighter. He tried to apply the pressure mm-hmm. and got dropped in the first minute of the fight. Yeah, like w- literally within he the dropped, first yeah. minute. And he got right up, 
and came right, right back. back. He just he wouldn't right he wouldn't quit. And then uh, like one of the things we say constantly and we beat over people's head is take just out take the eight. Take the take the eight. It's but, okay. You know, it didn't because a round shot at that point. Take the eight, gather your head, refocus, get the game plan going. Yeah, so he was one of those Easier guys. Easier said that than done, obviously. It re- it really is. He he was one of those Ernesto Garza was one of those cats that he'll make you move your game plan. Like if you plan to box from the outside or use your nope. height and length, he's not gonna do that. He ended up being in there like John Fernandez he said that he likes to fight on the inside. No, nope. no, 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 no. He did not. He didn't. He kept his cool. He because he, there was times he was he did, getting yeah. caught with some punches. He, he even when he got flustered, he was able to take a step back, kept his cool, and got him out. Bernesso Garza. They both were slugging though. They were it slugging was, it uh, out. Both were aggressive. You could nature, tell that. Like, one thing I liked about that fight, you could tell that they both knew this was their first time on TV. Yeah. We gotta be impressive, yeah. especially Ernesto Garza, because you had to save that man from himself in that fight. Well, if you know you got if you're ten and 0, ten and zero with eight knockouts and you're seven and one with four knockouts, man, you didn't you didn't get those knockouts from that. You didn't get that knockout percentage by not being aggressive mm-hmm. too. So they they came out swinging it. I kind of wanted to see it go a little bit longer because, like, depending on how you judge it, it mm-hmm. was a close fight besides that knockdown. Besides the knockdown. Like, even though it ended in round three with mm-hmm. a TKO, uh, John Fernandez got the victory. Round second, round two was could, questionable. It, round three could have been it questionable. Could, it could have been questionable. So, I like fighters that make you fight. Yeah. Like, you know, when you There's sit. There's no, when you, you have no choice but to You fight. have no choice mm-hmm. but to, to sit there and go toe-to-toe with that person because, like, Garza was not going to back this off. This reminds me back when Timothy Bradley fought Ruslan Provodnikov. <laughs> he had nowhere to go. Yeah. He had no choice but to stand in. And if you guys ever stood inside that ring, when you get tired and somebody's applying that pressure, that ring gets real small. Real small, real quick. Real small, and real quick. each time and second that ticks down, feels like an eternity. It's the longest. It's the ain't longest. It. You know how to say a New York minute is like just like a second, mm-hmm. man. And the boxing, uh, a boxing minute is equivalent to an hour, man. It it's has gotta to be. be. It's has to be. gotta be. Has to be. That three minutes because is just like, hey, man, no, you, I could have swore. No, this is like you want to you want to cuss the corner, man. Hey, I know it's been thirty. I know it's been three minutes. I know for a fact it's been. That's three why you minutes. see so many fighters when they get the little ten tap. Yeah. They look around. It's over. No. Nope. It's, it's, nope. Not yet. Ten <laughs> seconds left, buddy. And it's like, damn, it's a long ten seconds. Oh. Uh, Ernesto Garza, man, he did not stop. Even when it, in that when they stopped the five, what round did they stop the fight? But third. He was still swinging. Yeah. And, and just his legs were going out, and he just still swinging. Like that was a. It was a lot of heart. Bad idea because you were getting caught, just cherry picked. Yeah, and the he rest, was, that was uh, a decent stop for the most for the most part. John Fernandez, he was pretty patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice uppercuts, really nice, nice uppercuts. Uppercut. So he said he said that was his best punch, his jab, and his uppercut was yeah. his best punch. So um, I was really impressed. He countered a lot with his uppercuts, mm-hmm. like he waited he to make the shot. So anybody who's a, f- a fan of the sport, or even if you're not. I'm gonna let you know one hand. You don't do that no. unless they're unless they're in close. You don't you unless you try it's to a signature punch. Yeah, and, you, and you're known for it. Mm-hmm. You, you're not. You stink him in. You counter. You can counter an uppercut with an uppercut or a hook. You can counter a hook with an uppercut, but not no jabs or no straight. You, just, no. you don't. That's that's too long of yeah. a distance to really do it though. So now my only problem with John Fernandez is the mustache. You got to get rid of it, brother. This is, we, <laughs> this is unacceptable in America. Magnum P.I. is the only person allowed us to rock a mustache. Mr. Tom what if, he moves, what if he moves to Florida? Well, it's negotiable then. We'll talk about it. And we'll we'll, talk about we'll have you apply for your hood pass at the moment, and it'll get under further review. 
Not sold on him yet, but this is his first fight in the States. Who yeah, knows who was fighting outside of the U.S.? But yeah. he, he, both these guys made a good enough impression. We might see them both again. John Fernandez definitely will. I think we should, yeah. Definitely will. Ernesto Garza, you're going to get you're gonna get more fights just because you're going to bring the action every single time. Yeah. That is for sure. Who was the second fight? So the second fight, um, it was uh, Lennon Castillo versus Joseph. What is it? Mac Will the Mac Williams. So it was a light heavyweight. Find that one seventy five. Nah, it's yeah. I don't know if it's his nickname or whatever. What is Mac Williams? Uh, so we actually had. Now you know me. Mm -hmm. I don't call fights boring. I don't call fights boring. The if only you, thing if, the, if, if, if shooter calls your fight boring, then it was it I'm was not even trash. Think like, about watching. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we actually had two undefeated prospects. We had a fifteen and zero uh, with ten KOs, Lennon Castillo, and then we also had Joseph Williams, the Mac, was ten and zero with seven knockouts. So Castillo had three hundred and forty five amateur wins. I mean wow. amateur bouts, and then uh, Joseph Williams only had sixty. So Joseph Williams was sloppy. He was. Looked out of shape. He kind of had a James Tony body. Okay, okay. So it's just like you know, okay, it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. I honestly don't know the wrestler if he, body. Looks, yeah, so like he looked like he's buff, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. my homeboy buff Chris used to call like kind of like a hood swole. It's just like he wasn't defined, but you was just you was just big man. It was like he wasn't. He, he he used to call it hood swole, and then so. That James Tony was the first person I thought of. It's just like, are you in shape or are you not? Like they, they later found out he actually has something wrong with his digestion. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I don't know if this dude. I mean, because if he's fighting at one seventy five, I don't know if you cannot drop the the you know get down to one sixty eight or something like that. It would be, be unhealthy to go anything to, less than that. Yeah. But if he's walking, that's probably still safe enough, especially because he's young. If yeah. he was older fighter, not an option. But. You got to be better than that on a, if you're a prospect and you're coming into to showbox new generation yeah. because this is where careers start and yeah. can can be made. It's been proven. Showtime right now is bringing it so hard. HBO is getting the run. Yeah. Like they're feeling the pressure because HBO don't got nothing for these new up and coming fighters. Yeah. They hold themselves higher as the premium. Yeah. So they only want to do title fights, world class champions. So look, so Castillo is the one with uh, more impressive records. He has ten knockouts, which is he has he has the same amount of knockout as jo Joseph Williams had wins. Joseph Williams took this. Something else we brought up last week about a couple fights. Oh yeah, we sure did. We'll talk about that later. Mac Williams won this with a majority decision. How? I honestly, you know what it was. You the know, judges so, fell asleep uh, and they were like, "Oh, fight's over." No, uh, no, they, Mac, no, no, who's saying so, Mac? <laughs> they could they could have done that, but it was so funny because actually I started when I was watching it. When I did watch it. I could have saw it going either way, but uh, Castillo did not press it. He needed to force the action more, which is, I've brought it up on a few occasions. He kind of reminded me. Now, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting Joseph Williams on anywhere near his level. Mm -hmm. But it was like Pacquiao versus Joshua Clotty. Okay, yeah. Where Clotty just, just didn't. Yeah. You just didn't yeah. do nothing. Uh, Joseph Williams. He forced the action. Mm -hmm. He just came to him. He need. Uh, Lennon Castillo. He needed to be more aggressive, and he wasn't. And then. Yeah. It, Joshua you Clotty, all he did was like throw enough punches to make keep the crowd from booing too much. Yeah, yeah. basically. Mm -hmm. But every time he drew through the punch, it went through Pacquiao's guard. He had the power to stay like stay with it. So he was Castillo was a way better boxer than him. But he just once again got out work. The closest the closest judge had is 76-76. Yeah. And either way, though, like I said, they might not even watch the fight because it was that boring. Yeah, it, it was. In, in that I'm not gonna say it was boring, but, but it was not it as was entertaining. As, it wasn't. It wasn't as entertaining. It didn't as it follow up the first fight well. 
No, and then and after that the, will hurt you, top prospects, when it comes to getting the invite back to return. You know what? And the thing is, be, between me and you, we've seen a couple of fights. We've seen a few fights in our in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. After the first three rounds, just like kind of how we were watching the uh, Rasheed Warren fight. We, we can no, say no, it was we were, over no, twenty no, years of the fight. No, we were talking. No, we were talking about the um, the Robert Easter fight, mm-hmm. which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. After the first three rounds of this Castillo Williams fight. You can kind of tell how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, the the whole fight could have went the yeah. all, I think it was only eight rounds. Yeah, the eight rounds, the whole fight was going to be like that, and you knew it. Mm-hmm. But um, Joseph Williams took that fight, and it was really funny. It's, uh, Castillo's going to look back, and he's going to look at that loss, and you're going to be like, what happened? What, what how did, did you do? lose yeah, to that? Lose he's going to go over the tape, yeah. and he's going to be really disappointed. He's going to be really disappointed in the fighter that he lost Pretty to. Pretty sure his coach is giving it to him. Most likely the trainer's giving it to him for sure. Pause. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was um, catch up in your own time. We're not putting it on a recent belt, so but Lennon Castillo versus Joseph Williams, the Mac. Now, this next fight will be on recent bouts. So, Ivan, but in check, yes, good job, good. Abo Ramos. If you guys have been listening to the show a long time, you know my uh, co-host Sonny cannot read I or pronounce have, any I've, names. I murder names He's, except for Sonny and Shooter usually. Yeah, that's, so. and even then you still. Even then, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. I won't deny it, but man, Ivan Brancic is, is a beast. In fact, they call him the beast. Yeah, um, fight of the year candidate we have versus Abel Ramos. Yeah, um, versus Abel Ramos. Uh, we got a super lightweight bout, 140 pounds. Mm-hmm. Now, they definitely look a lot bigger than 140. But also that could also be because Ivan is just ripped, shredded. He is. Now, usually when you see them ripped, shredded fighters like that, there isn't too many that always have that devastating power. Timothy Bradley doesn't. When Pacquiao was shredded, he kind of did. And then kind of lost a little bit. So who knows why? He's in the same weight class. uh, Terrence Crawford. Nope, Terrence Crawford. He's kind of ripped too. But that's pretty much it. When you come to the when you come to around those fighters now, when I was watching this, I thought the second round was the most exciting round that landed zero punches. <laughs> I, these guys were throwing at everything, and like when when Ivan Brinchik would would swing these looping shots that miss, I was like, yes. that was gonna take your head off. Yeah, he was he was. I think the only thing I can say about Ivan Brinchik that's gonna that's gonna be his downfall if he doesn't fix it is his discipline. And jumping for that KO. And jumping for that yeah, KO, man. It's just like if if you can't tell by yeah. now, Abel Ram, uh, Ramos. Uh, it was a great. It was a great fight. It was great a great fight. fight. Uh, Berenice got the uh, unanimous decision. Abel Ramos brought it seventeen and one, twelve knockouts. Berenice uh, thirteen and zero with ten knockouts. Oh. Hundred amateur fights between Abel Ramos and one hundred and fifty, but uh, between Berenice. So you know they're. Let's talk about what? that third. Was it fourth round? Third round. Third round. Third round. Berenice caught him with yeah. a right hand. Yep. Set him right down on his back. Yes. About 20 seconds left in the round. Yeah. Ramos comes right back around. Catches him with the left. Sends him right back down. Yes. Both of those guys jumped right up after their knockdowns. It was like, what just happened? What just happened? It happened real fast. Yeah. And it was uh, and it was one of those things, too, because they uh, the commentators think they had Abel Ramos winning that round until Berenchek knocked him down. Yeah. Then it then it switched. Automatically. Then he can't. Yep. Then it. This is one of the things you say you have a you still got a problem with that. Yeah. If somebody's winning around and gets knocked down, I kind of do. I feel like that should have been a nine nine or eight eight round, something like that. Just so, because it, if he's winning the round and then he gets knocked down and then knocks him back down again, that should be a nine nine round probably, an even round. Yeah. But 
I'm not a judge. Yeah, so I'm not a judge. Uh, but he came right back. So then it, it swung. It swung twice in that round just for the uh, just for the simple fact of who was up. Round five, Ramos came on strong, backing him up, and then he gets popped again. Look, man. Throughout this, look. You know what was funny is like the comedy box. The punches actually were really close. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't know if it's because well, because Ivan Branchek, he he did he missed a whole bunch. A whole That's bunch. the reason he missed a whole bunch. Yeah. But the ones I thought he connected, it looked like he connected for man. Yeah. Hey man, Abel Ramos. I was watching that. I was just like, man, I haven't seen somebody take these many shots to the face since Jenna James. He's rocking in, some and, aviators after that fight. It, uh, that yeah. is for sure, a hundred percent. And most of the people that fight this dude Branchek. Don't survive that long. No, well, because you He's know a, what, he if Abel Ramos was he was, if he was more busier and he wrapped and he really sat there and he focused on the and he focused on counter punching, I thought he could have taken that fight. I because really, it's it was it was too it was too close. Now he got knocked down later. He got his knocked pride down. took over the he. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure what the game plan was. They probably would look back on it and say they should have been counter punching more. But at the same time, when you're an up and comer trying to. Trying to save your career and keep going, and you're fighting a guy named the Beast. No, but think about it. His think about his counter punches in the fights that Brancheck was throwing. Though it's not like he was a uh, he was a uh, a fighter who was throwing disciplined shots. Mm-hmm. These were haymakers, and haymakers. so when you throw those haymakers, like your body haymakers. your body's lunging forward. Mm-hmm. Your your right foot is coming up off the ground. You're like literally he if was you throwing miss, everything. He in was those throwing hooks. anvil. So like, like with that, he even had one that missed that threw himself to the ground. Even if you throw your face out there just a little bit for him to uh, to shoot his shot, and you slip that, and you, you feel could, the wind. You you could you could counter that counter mm-hmm. that. He just didn't. He didn't apply. He didn't apply pressure. He didn't take enough. He didn't take enough chances. And that's but experience. it was still it was experience right there. Basically, it, to me, this rem, kind of, it reminded me of a, it had a Gotti Ward feel to it. Just two guys slugging it out. Mm-hmm. Not too much boxing technique involved. Just yeah. a straight brawl. Yeah. Um, we haven't had anybody named the Beast. I told you, like John the Beast Bugatti. So yeah. that's that's a big name to inherit. If if he was even ever heard of him, but even then, like. When you earn your name, you gotta kind of live up to it. If you're the yeah. beast, people were chanting the beast. You know, you, you're gonna either think of this guy or, or one of the X Men. That's just how it's gonna be. <laughs> you know and, and it's up to you how we do it because comic and books Marshall, are on the rise. And Marshawn Lynch, Beast Mode. That's right. He's probably right now the first one they think about. Who Beast Mode? Beast Mode. Now we're gonna see more of him. He's still got not that many I fights. Think, I think we'll see more of both of them. I'm pretty sure we definitely will because Abel Ramos is definitely going to get more fights. What I say, this is one of those situations where Ramos will probably get more fights than Brunacek will because of they know he's going to bring it and he might get sacrificed as a lamb again or he can change the course of his own history. It all depends on who they put him up against because like this ain't no sacrificial lamb. This is not, this is not somebody they're going to send to the slaughter. You got to be curious. This one's a little bit different. When you get in here, you're going to have to realize that this guy's real now, dangerous. They had the bounce TV fights. Which I I thought one point five million views. They showed this. They showed the fight two times, one after another. Yeah. But one point five million views for an internet TV channel that that you can get also through free HD waves. Not bad. Not bad at all. Considering I was having trouble watching it on that, I had to go to an alternative site to view it. Now <laughs> this was one of these ones when I'm just gonna say double Z. I'm on a roll with pronouncing these names. Uh, Zanat. Zakinyanov. Zakinyanov. You got it. Zakinov. Yeah, something like that. Zakinyanov. Zikiano. Um, well, I think that's actually what it was. But Rashid Warren 
we talked about him with his world title win of on Juan Carlos Payano. And that was last year. Yep. In the rematch, uh, the heavy favorite. I don't think he expected this guy from Kazakhstan to come in and really be that big of a threat. But one of the things we brought up last week was he, he has he, more fight. He has he more fights. More fights. He has more KOs. Yeah, he has than more. Rasheed Warren had fights. So yeah, he so but but like what what got us, what got us listening to Rasheed Warren besides he's a champ though because mm-hmm. we saw when we saw Juan just like we said last week we saw Juan Carlos Payano uh, versus uh, Carranza we saw so we saw him beat him and we were just like man he's on a mission he, he's on a yeah. mission we was like how did he lose his belt who did he lose to and we saw Rashi Warren so just the battle tested thinking Rashi Warren was gonna go through that's why I was like I thought he could take after it after the now, first the, round after the first round you knocked him how you knocked him down twice knocked him down twice in the first round mm-hmm. and it looked like he had it but the pressure pr- how many times have I said pressure just in the first 20 minutes of just yeah. talking on this podcast? Just outworking them. Outworking them. The pressure just relentless. Kids, if, kids, if you look, it, look, kids, if you're listening, there's one thing that my boxing coach told me. The first thing he said, your first fight, the better conditioned fighter is going to win. But then after that, look. if you just keep punching and outwork, if you, it don't even have to have nothing behind it. Just work and dig mm-hmm. and fight. You got it. That's yeah. something from the gut that you have to bring out. The only time a man should ever... Be easy on the pressure is during his college years in the dorm rooms with these females, just in case. That's it. Other than that, keep that pressure on. Uh, keep man. the pressure on. You've got to move forward. That one's a test. You, you know, thin line. Yeah. Shallow waters. Maybe you got to be careful. But this guy was relentless. This was Ricky Hatton's it, made, first he, world champion. I, I was just about mm-hmm. to say, Ricky Hatton fighter. Mm-hmm. He, he made it ugly. He made it ugly, and he fought his fight, and he dictated he dictated the atmosphere, and he dictated the fight. And then one of the things the judges always score on is ring generalship, generalship. Yep. all the time. The so it's just like who? So who? That's the thing is like if you don't, especially if you walk in mm-hmm. and you just look at you're just looking at it. You don't have to have nothing. The volume could be off if you're just watching the fight. Just look at who's dictating the uh, action. And you we wrote the, you wrote down the scores. Uh, Rashid Warren got one for one 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 fifteen and one eleven. I don't know how he, I don't I don't see how that was possible. Especially when the other two judges, one had it one fifteen one eleven complete option and a one sixteen one ten. You said you had a one sixteen. I had it about one sixteen one ten. Cause I maybe gave him three four rounds of shit, but he had the, the two points on the knockdown. But just the relentlessness, the pressure, the can do, and even when they announced the new Ricky Hatton and his fighter, they looked at each other like like they well, there's a chance Double Z didn't know English, he didn't know, but Ricky yeah. Hatton was like, wait, did he just say new? Yep, you know, sure did. You know what this reminded me of? Are we, uh, we going to get a, now like another fighter from Kazakhstan that's just going to go off of one letter? We got Triple G, Double Z. That I mean, well, would you rather say? Well, I don't mind saying. If, if, if we're going to do, I it, don't can we mind, get something I, catchy like why? Why why? Just why? Just why? Now I'm about to say I don't <laughs> mind saying Gennady Golovkin, Triple G. It doesn't matter. What's his middle name? Let me know. Gennady. I actually do. It's I can't pronounce it though. Okay. But okay. Yeah. It's verified. I keep, I keep one. I keep one to call it grenadine, but that's not it. The just the, the stuff that you put in Coronas. Ricky Hatton question: Does he have a hood pass? No. Why not? Uh, Ricky a... had Ricky hadn't lost his hood pass privileges. One remember what I told you about the accents. Mm. Remember what I told you about the accents? It's like you can't you can't come over to the country and get the hood pass with the accent. But it wasn't even that. He lost his hood pass when he was running his mouth against Floyd Mayweather, and it got and it got yeah. dropped by the hook. Yeah. He was that was probably the most. That was probably like the uh, quietest. That was, I, that was the one where I was like, Ricky Hatton's got this dude. 
He's it, got this he's, look, look. He was at the top of his game. If you guys, everybody you know what? Hitman. You know what? You matter of fact, we're gonna put. I'm gonna put this up too. Matter of fact, I might do it right now. Go to our go to our Facebook page, square uh, facebook.com forward slash squared circle one one. And then I'm gonna put the Ricky Hatton and Floyd Mayweather. Um, what is it called? Can the press con- no the press conference. Oh, okay. okay. I'm gonna put the press conference up, and I want you to hear how Ricky the way that Ricky Hatton. Was talking. It was like he beat up Floyd Mayweather the day before. Now, don't let the British accent fool you or distract you, make you feel calm because he's actually talking smack. You know, that's yeah, I was he saying. was. He said. He said. He said. I thought I. I've been away from training camp. I thought I missed my kids, but you know, Floyd Mayweather is such a six-year-old. It's like I still have my kid here, and like it was the quietest I've ever seen Floyd. Like he, you can tell he wanted because to be. Well, he, I thought he was quiet because. He wasn't sure either. He didn't know how this was going to go down until he got in the ring, and yeah. that's when he figured him out. Uh, I've, I always liked – I thought De La Hoya had the best quote when he talked about it. He was like, what do you think about Floyd? Yeah, I love track and field. Nah. Yeah, that was the best quote. All right, man, let's get back to this fight. Let's but, get um, back to this. But um, you know what this fight reminds This Rasheed Warren versus uh, Double Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, a poor man's Amir Mom versus Granados. Mm. Because – Rashid Warren should have been the one to win this, but by pure technique and just being a better Everything fighter, better boxer. But just like Granados did, Amir Mom, he he just took the fight to him and just Willis. took it from just took it from him. Which I'm always a fan of seeing almost who it is. Just somebody to just take it from you. And it, it's funny, and it's easy, I guess. Except I, in prison, I, right? Oh yeah. Got got to make that. Keep that to yourself if it happens, or well, do it back and earn respect. God, it's up to you. God, now. See. Go ahead. It's easy for these guys, these young guys, young champs to come in there like, I got this. I got this. This is my this is my turf. This is my spot. This is my time. And then these guys come in from another country like Kazakhstan who don't even understand. He probably doesn't even listen to rap music, you know? And, he, and all he wants is to win. And this guy's got his, you know, he got his entourage. The neighborhood is out there. Probably got a whole section reserved for him. Probably flew them all out, too. You know, say that was half of his cut, right? Half of his purse gone. And now he's going home with no belt. Well, he has one that they gave him the first time, but that was it. Now, Ricky Hatton over there, are you putting it up? Yeah, I'm about to put it up in a second. Y'all be able to check that out later. Next up was uh, Robert Easter Jr., his first fight, his first defense with this title uh-huh. against Luis Cruz Jr. Now, before we get that, shout out to my man Luis. Oh, yes, you're right, man. He has hey. got us some. Some some nice cham- some nice champagne. He went over there to Suavis, Europe, man. So this Bortolo is a Bortolomio. Not only just Bortolo a good Bortolomio. Nice. What I tell you, we be popping bottles, but I'm not popping this one. It's for me, man. Yeah, so anyway, yo. So you went to he went to Europe and then he came back. Good friend, uh, fan of the show. I'm gonna so look we this up to make sure that. this isn't like cold duck in Italian. I mean, <laughs> just, just in case, because you know, yeah, it was a fancy sticker. That's it. Now, Luis Cruz Jr. This was clear evidence of class, right? Yeah. Robert Easter Jr., you got a guy with a nice record, got, got, got your hometown behind you in Ohio, big draw apparently, becoming a big draw, um, just worked him, worked him easy. It was like... It, it, was, it was easy money. It was, it, was, it was one of those things where you always say... You always say... A televised spar match possibly? A televised spar match, but then you don't judge a great team or a great fighter on the, the 50-50s. You judge them on the ones that... He should win. So, the only like, problem I had, the only like problem, Warren, right now. Yeah. Being the favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just like the thing is, 
you said you like yeah you you had a battle with Juan Carlos Piano that put you on the map and you got that title. That's the reason why you got the rematch because the first fight rematch. was so good. These guys the were young fighters with with small records. The titles were involved and you still got the immediate rematch. And then, and then you come and you're supposed to win. You're the favorite to win. And then you look like that. You lay a goose egg. Besides after you the knock first, him down after twice. you knock him down twice in the first round. And he just stopped throwing. He stopped throwing punches. I, I'm not sure, but anyways, Robbie Shee Jr. looked really nice with the opposition he was against. I thought he could have got him out earlier. I don't know if they wanted him to get the I don't rounds. Think, I don't even I don't think. He, I honestly don't think he could to get him. He got him out. I don't think he has the power to. He's like, got some pop. He's he's, he's got, got some, some pop, pop, but I don't. Depending on who he runs into, I don't think he's gonna. He better stick to. He better not let strength. anybody lure him into a brawl, like like Kobe Jr. Richard did. Richard Kobe, yeah. Because if he gets he gets lured into a brawl with somebody that hits hard. Mm. Now, one of the things that I love it when other champs call out other champs, but you don't you don't come out and just diss Eminem. If he's sixty years old, you don't go out and just diss Eminem. Today, you don't really go out and just diss Jay Z either. You would diss Beyonce before him. Now, he said first on his hit list is Mikey Garcia. Mm-hmm. Now, Mikey Garcia, I think I thought we I thought we witnessed a murder. We did. And he was the first KTFO of the year. And, like, I mean, a cartoon KTFO. Like, like this was one that you see in a Rocky movie because he stepped back, wound up the pitch, and just laid this boy out. And he, with, ugh, that's, that's big talk. What, what, what you want me to say about it? What you want me to say about it? Good idea or like, bad idea? I mean, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, just for the simple fact that I mean, you're a champion now. Mm-hmm. You're. This you've, I'm hot. You've, you've you've most likely been. You've. I would say he's been battle tested. Yeah. I say he's. I, I can say he's been the battle Richard tested. Richard Comey one. Put, put some hair in his chest. Yeah. Um. It's time for. It's time to get paid. Time to get like, paid. I, it's and you know just like I said mm-hmm. we we look at it from a couple different we look at it from an analyst we look at it from a fan mm-hmm. and we also look at you look at it from the boxer's perspective. It's time to get paid, man. This is a fight that would hurt Mikey Garcia more than help him because I think if he demolishes Robert Easter Jr., he will have trouble getting a fight in that weight division. He will have to move up at one thirty. Nah, man, he ain't gonna have to. He ain't so gonna have to get look, out of here. Let's look at the one thirty. Super featherweight. So, Miguel Burchell. Javante Davis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's so think about got, their handlers. So, if he goes in and demolishes, knocks out, and that that's so, it. If, if they go to distance, so it doesn't have, change that. Like so, you know, between super featherweight, they got him super featherweight or lightweight. Mm-hmm. So we so let's say what let's say. Yeah, Jorge Lutnerez, and then you still got that. That's the man that, who he's he wants Mikey Garcia. Yeah, today. so you got um so between them and see how that Anthony Crowla fight goes. Ooh, yep. So we're gonna go there. You do have Robert e. Terry Flanagan still out there. Felix Verdejo. I mean, he's he's been at, uh, Dennis Shafakov. Shafakov. Um, <laughs> teach it in. Well, you did away with that one already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he, he's down. He's down number ten now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but be, to be honest with you though, I kind of would like to see him at a super. Super lightweight at 140. Me too. I would like to see him fight somebody like uh, right there on uh, if you go to WBC number four, and number three, Victor hey. Postal or uh, if your brother would be some good fights. Victor yeah. Postal would be a good test for Mikey Garcia. Victor, Victor Postal would be okay. so would um. You keep even throwing a Matisse in there. Yeah, so would he. But um, but I want like Mikey Garcia was really funny, especially for being uh, what is he Mexican? I, yeah. Mexican American. He's on the right side of the wall. Okay. I'm he's got saying. some athleticism to him. That and that's bad. and that's and that's the thing I've about him too. I've always been an advocate. Like, I've I've always been a fan of him. I just felt he shouldn't have got 
the praise with the layoff, but he proved me wrong. Uh, yeah. I was wrong. What Can you say do? we proved? Because I was a part of that. Can you say we proved you wrong? Who's we? Me, me and him. Me and Mark, y'all said we talked oh, about this. Oh, he's here this. right now, Mike. Mike nah, yeah. nah, he had to go because he had to pick up his daughter from daycare. So, look. Yeah, I would I would like to see him. He's got some – I wouldn't mind seeing him with Adrian Broner or something like that. Well, yeah. Adrian Broner is not going to fight at 140. He's yeah. not going to make that weight, though. Yeah. But well, no, he's fighting at 140 right now, right? Is, I don't yeah. think – No, his fight right he now fight? is at 140. He's, his fight. But we're talking about that coming up. We'll talk more about Boner here soon. But Why don't you call that man by his real name? Be respectful. I just said Adrian Boner. Broner. Boner. Broner. Boner. Boner. Homer. <laughs> Anyways, next up is one of my biggest things I'm excited for probably next to the maybe upcoming Triple G fight is Kell Brook and Errol Spence Jr. announced May twentieth. Man, in I, Sheffield, I didn't, I didn't think that was going to happen. I didn't think. I, it, I, I didn't really think because you know you hear the rumors, but just, hey, you get. I'm tired of people say. I'm tired of people saying that boxing is a dying sport. I don't know. Is people better give Kell Brook his respect due? Because he is a beast. He's a G, bro. Does, just, does Kell Brook have a hood pass? Yeah, I'll give Kell Brook a hood okay, pass. Thank you, thank well, you. well, can, can wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can you ask me again? Can you ask me again after this fight? Okay, your application still in the review. Still I will let review. you know as soon as but we it's get at the, the it's results. At, it's at the top of the pile. It's at the top of the pile. You'll find that on he May twentieth. It's like he has to be he has to be escorted first, just because the fact that you took a triple G pat, you took a triple mm-hmm. G, and then you're going to a Earl Spence right after that. You get respect already. So right off the bat, so you can't you can't come by yourself just yet. There isn't really any Americans that want that want to fight this dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a lot that will, but. The way he destroyed Algeri, who we're going to talk about in a second, that was like one of those things like, man, this is a dude who's been a kickboxing and a boxing world champion who also is getting a PhD just because. Nah, but not even him, Jose Pedraza. The way he did Pedraza was just, just gross. Man. Now, Kilbrook is a big welterweight. He's a huge welterweight. He just went up to middleweight to fight. They're going to be fighting in Sheffield. As... I don't know if Earl Spence has ever fought outside the U.S. Was he on the Olympic team? Yes, he was. So, yes, he has fought outside the U.S. Okay. So, man, that's got to be crazy. Walking into a soccer stadium, sold out. The only Americans there are probably going to be the guys walking around you when you're walking into the ring with Polly Malinaji, you know, on the side, commentating. That's probably it. But he'll be representing Brooklyn, of course. And everybody's going to be throwing cups at you. They're booing you. They, they're British, so they won't do any racial slurs. But they'll call you some weird things like a I, fanny. Hey, I apologize one second. I was on. I was like, I was second guessing myself. I was like, what? And that wasn't Earl Spence that fought Jose oh, for Johnson. That, that was Javante Davis. Davis. That was Javante. Um, I was like, I was he, sitting there. I was like, wait he, a minute. Uh, Same fighting style yeah, though. He, he, yeah, they do. Same. Similar, they have in a similar, similar body in similar body build. So you know, Earl Spence though, is more accurate, slicker. Yeah. Javante mm-hmm. Davis ain't there yet. But yeah, Kelbrook is a beast, man. He he's a G. He's a tough cat and. Having that home court advantage could make the difference for a guy who's only had 18, right? Errol Spence, 18 or 17 professional fights. Can we look that up real quick here? I sure will. Hold look on. that up. I was, just, now, I was just in there too. While you're looking that up. He has, no, nah, he has 18 knockouts, 21 professional fights. 21, 21 professional no. fights. So Kel Brooks doesn't have that many more above him, but this is going to be an interesting fight. We're not going to talk too much about it until we get closer to May. Yes, of course. Unless unless some rumors pop up, you know, some, some little goodies or something. Now, next up is something I want to talk about with Leo Santa Cruz and Carl Frampton. What about it? Um, <laughs> right now, 
Leo Santos Cruz's dad is acting like Danny Garcia's dad. He's like, no, we ain't fighting in Belfast. But what about you? Your word not nothing? You words got to be Your words got to be something. You got to fight you in got, Brooklyn. Your, word, your words got to be something. And he gave you the rematch in Las Vegas, based, immediately, aka Mexico. Look, you got to be a man of your word. Go yeah. to Bel- Go to Belfast. Look. If you fight the same game plan, you don't have nothing to worry about. That's exactly the Leo yeah. Santa Cruz I expected to go through, and ex- I expected to win. So do your say. Do the same thing. Hey, guess what? Guess that what? That same game plan would not work against Carl Frampton again. Carl Frampton was expecting a brawl, and he got outsmarted. But he's a smart enough fighter not to fall for that again. So, we'll see. We'll see. But he deserves the rematch. And he deserves you to keep your word. You know, that fight should not be in Las Vegas unless the money's that big. If anything, I don't know. Figure it out. UK somewhere. Put it on the undercard of the Kell Brook Errol Spence even. Make it a better make it a better draw. Get, top, get Eddie Hearn on the phone right now. I'm going to do this for him. AR, producer firstborn, just hit me up and ask us where's the show at. Oh, my we, man, my man. It? Late night. Sorry, brother. It's late night over here. You know, I had to get up early. Had to do some, had to do the dad thing, play the dad role. Out, appointment here, appointment there, autograph here, photo shoot there. That's just how we roll. Hey, we wrapping it up, man. I'm sorry, man. We go, we go get there. We go get there. Now, here's an interesting take right now. We know where Daniel Jacobs is preparing for Triple G in Oakland. Now, he still has the same training camp with Virgil Hunter as an advisor, overseeing, watching uh-huh. for tips and tricks, trying to maybe help make it solid. Now, who also has joined that camp to help is Chris Algieri and Andre Ward are assisting him. So okay. this is good because Andre Ward has fought Triple G. So he knows what the power is. He knows the style. And no, Chris, mean, Chris, Algieri, Algieri, Chris Algieri has. No, no. Andre Ward fought Triple yeah. G and, and the amateurs and beat him. Yeah. But Chris Algieri, is just he's just a smart chick guy. Anybody who's getting a PhD and still a fighter, they're a smart dude. Yeah. You know, when you get him to brawl, he's just trying to use pride and just prove a point that he should, deserves to be there when he does. Mm-hmm. But that's this is going to be good for him because... Uh, this is the size of Chris Algeria, then Andre Ward, just his smart, how smart he is. I don't know. Do you, this this is this could this could hurt him real bad or be the key to win the fight. Because if they if they go too far out of his style, he learns nothing. Depending. 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 You gotta modify. Like the thing is, everything you're 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 a wad of dough. And you get molded into the things that you want. You can add on additional stuff. You just have to take it in stride. It's okay. You can't go away from your basis, but you have to do something. You have to do something that's different that's going to apply to your game plan. Like he's, you know what Triple G is going to bring to the table. I mean, the advisors, yeah. Power. I've always, yeah. Relentlessness. He's can take a boxing punch. IQ. Yeah. And his jab is. He's not going to come not, at you the same way he came at Kell Brook. Like how he dismantled David Lemieux. He chose to knock David Lemieux out in the eight, eighth round. Yeah. He might do the same to the Miracle Man, too. But Daniel Jacobs is one of these guys like David Lemieux. You're not going to let him get a free shot like you gave Kell Brook. You ain't going to let him get those free punches in. Because that could be a big mistake, regardless of how good he chases. I don't know. You want to keep talking about that? Nope. <laughs> but he's a Miracle Man. You got to show some Got you. Now it's time to pick some fights here. The first one I want to talk about is one that we shouldn't talk about, but we have to. Just because of... Because of the internet? Yeah, pretty much. Because of, I hate how the internet oh, has... If you, if look, you think I'm going to bring out McGregor know, and, and uh, what's with McGregor and Mayweather? Yeah. Nah, no. Nah. That's not what you're bringing up? Nah, no, 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 no. Just know, because that... 
if it does happen, it's not now. Well, did you? Uh, one of the things we did put up on our uh, on our Facebook feed is what Colin Cow uh, mm-hmm. Colin Coward said about it. He called Conor McGregor the Muhammad Ali of our generation, and Floyd Mayweather is just boring. I it the we've we've mentioned Colin Coward. This is the second time we've mentioned him. I didn't say and good things. This is the first time either. I, I like Colin Coward. You're just he's. We just he's need to get. Just, we need to get with your producers and say, hey, there's a category you're not allowed to talk about anymore. I'm gonna say boxing and MMA because I don't think you know anything. You're you're he's a he's he's an idiot when it comes to boxing. I hate to say it. And Even I, MMA like, though, just, just because like, Conor McGregor has he's had these three four big fights. There's a lot of there's a couple fighters out there that. A lot of the actual MMA and UFC experts believe can beat him. Mm-hmm. He's great at marketing himself. He knows how to get in your head, just like Mayweather. But Mayweather's so smart, he'll fool everybody like he did with the Pacquiao fight. Yeah, you're just gonna yeah, watch somebody good. get picked apart. And, and then we had uh, we had somebody uh, we had an Andre Stewart comment on our page too. Uh, shout out for being a um, a liker of the page. Hey, uh, we love the feedback, good yeah, or bad. Love, so. Um, Tell he us said, we suck. He, he said, us. "He said, yeah, that's crazy, but Floyd is a boring, great defensive fighter, mm-hmm. just boring." Um, it's a choice of words. It's, I it's a, it, it is a huge choice yeah. of words because the thing is, you got to know what you're getting into like, with any with any fighter. Unless you were Mexican watching the Canelo fight, that was beautiful. It was. He it, it really that boy. It really he was. He made him though. pay for every punch he missed, and that's what he does. Now, if you don't like if you don't like the fact that he's in a phone booth fight and he's getting bloodied up. You, you, if somebody's getting beat up, you. I mean, it's not. Okay. It's like I understand what you want, but you gotta look. If at who somebody you're came up to. and was like, "Yo, Sonny, you gotta fight Shooter in a phone booth, or you, or you get X amount of feet to fight." You're gonna I'm take gonna, those. You're gonna take those I'm gonna X amount use of every amount, inch and exactly. centimeter in there, and I'm gonna side to side, move around, probably throw some fouls in there to get them in, just to at least get some shots in to do what I gotta do to survive. You know, it's boring to me <clears throat> watching the Golden State Warriors play. You know, the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee, not even the Milwaukee Bucks. Who's worse than Who's worse than them? The Nuggets. Because I asked you if the, they were yeah, still a franchise. The, the Denver Nuggets. The Philadelphia that's, that's 76ers. What's bo- that's what's boring to me because it's just like you know that it's, <laughs> it's just it's, it's the bench squad the so, whole time. Yeah. So you, you know those things, but like you got Mayweather is the closest thing we have to art out here, especially when it came to it though. But now let's I'm talk glad, about who was though. once probably the baddest man ever in boxing, Roy Jones Jr. Yeah. He's got a fight coming up against Bobby Gunn. Which is uh now Bobby Gunn hasn't had a professional boxing match since 2013, but he's the current bare knuckle champion. <laughs> his record, his boxing record, is 21 and six with 18 KOs. Roy Jones Jr. 64 and nine with 46 KOs. Oh, that's opposite flip flop right there. Roy Jones Jr. is a specimen. He's one of the he's an amazing fighter. One of these guys who, who used to get looked bored in the ring. Board in the ring. You know what? They actually had um, I, I can't. I wish. I wish I could start writing these things down. But that's you know, funny. It's like I never. I never exactly remember where I saw it, but I remember seeing it. But it was on ESPN. And they were talking about it. How? Uh, or I was reading it. Roy Jones was a victim. He was a victim of yeah. his time. No, yeah. no, oh, he yeah. was a victim yeah. of his time mm-hmm. because he was too good. He was too good. And by the time that he started to slow down, is when the when actual start, yeah. competition came yeah. out. Like. Kawasaki and everything yeah, like that. And it was um and it, it was a shame too because like uh there was especially when they were at that time when they were trying to consider who's pound for pound Roy between Jones, Floyd. The only fighter that play in a professional basketball game and have a fight on the same night. There you go, Hooper. That one's just for you. 
Bobby Gunn said that he's going to make sure that Roy Jones retires after this fight. Please, Bobby. Please, please. I just want him to commentate. That's it. I just want him to commentate. So you want, Bobby, you want Bobby to hurt him and end him? I, I, want, I want him to hurt him and end him with a body shot. Make him like, <gasps> this has been the year of the body punch. Because I've been seeing some devastating body blows all year for the fights that we've got to witness. But this is crazy just in the records because you can add up all of Bobby Gunn's fights. And it still doesn't equal the amount of KOs that Roy Jones has. So, I don't know how this fight got made. They must have. They, they probably bumped into each other at a bar and started talking smack, huh? Uh, you think it was just that simple? Hey, man, look. Well, now, Bobby Gunn's a bare-knuckle champ. He would have knocked him out. He would have swung on him. You got to. I don't know, man. Or you tried to warm him into a bare-knuckle brawl. The thing is, man, you got a, light, you got a former light heavyweight uh, mm -hmm. champion, man. Who He ain't got no... He know how to fight, too. Mm -hmm. He know how to fight, too. The difference is now that with him being a bare-knuckle champ, and Roy Jones still being like the, the shell of a prize fighter. If Roy Jones fights in the street, he'll break his hands on the first punch. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Gunn, he's probably got skin like leather. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now let's get off. Like this. Let's Robert. get off this subject here. Let's talk about Marcus Brown and Thomas William Jr. Thomas William Jr. You might remember him when he fought Adonis Stevenson. He had a very exciting fight with Edwin Rodriguez where they exchanged knockdowns and ended like I in remember, the second round. I remember that fight. That was now, he's a fighting fight. a guy I'm not too familiar with. Did he with. beat Edwin Rodriguez in that fight? Yeah. He got the win on that one. one. That's yeah. what got him the Stevenson fight. And then he got knocked out in that one. <laughs> now, the guy's fight is Marcus Brown. Not familiar with him at all, but he's got a, a record of 18-0 with 13 KOs. So, one of these guys is the lamb, and one of them is the up-and-comer. Or one of them is the... the the champ. Were, I'm not were, sure were, how this works. What were the records? We got 20. And two. Two, 14 KOs, 18, 13 KOs. Okay. 18 and no. So, Marcus Brown to get a Thomas Williams Jr. fight coming off of a loss of a world title shot. So, that, that shows like what we were talking about earlier, how you drop down those rankings when you lose. You drop down. Yeah. So, Marcus Brown's a big shot for you. We're going to look into you more. Thomas Williams Jr., all you got to do is what you got to do is say maybe cover up a little more. Because the only thing about you is that you are susceptible to being hit, flush to be knocked down. Now, if a guy's got 13 KOs out of 18 fights, that's a good ratio enough that he can hurt you too. So, we'll see how this goes. Thomas Williams Jr., you should be the favorite in this just based off experience. Now, the next is a guy that I'm, I feel like he's kind of wasted his career these last couple years is Lamont Peterson. Look, look, any D.C. native, man, I always... Oh, I, uh, uh, uh. Let me guess, he has a hood pass, too, right? Yeah, man. That's you racist. ever been to D.C.? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not maybe from a coast and just with binoculars watching it. No. Nah, if man. I If I go, I'm just getting mumbo sauce. That's it. I'm out. <laughs> it, um, Unless you have some corn pudding. You talk about some. You talk. Well, first of all, man, respect respect this man, man, because he has some good losses on his record, man. Mm -hmm. Danny Garcia, yep. Lucas Matisse, his and Tim time. Bradley. There's a storm. So look, Tim so Bradley look, knocked man, him down. Like he, Tim Bradley got knocked down in the first round, came back and won. Yeah, Fadier Jean, mm -hmm. uh, Felix Diaz, Amir Khan. Look, hey, Victor Ortiz was a draw. Hey, look. Danny man. Garcia won. He gave that fight away. I was so disappointed yeah. about that one. That's probably why I hold this animosity because the Felix Diaz fight, I thought he lost. And the Danny Garcia one, he just gave it away. He just didn't want to engage in the last half of the fight. It was like, I'm just here to get a paycheck. I, I remember Matisse, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I remember what that one was, kind of. But yeah. So, Lamont, you're fighting a guy, David Avanasian, of, of is a Super Saiyan, something like that. David. 
Avanesian. Not even sure what country it is. Can you uh, you give it a shot, bro? Avanesian. 22-1-11 KOs. Probably a slick boxer. I've seen the name. Not familiar with him fighting. Lamont Peterson, we ain't seen him in probably over a year now, right? Does it say where they're fighting at? Uh, it's going to be on the Adrian Broder card. No, I know. So, look, they're in Ohio, but like I'm saying, what channel? Oh, what channel? Uh, this is a PBC fight. It is a PBC fight. I can tell you in just a second as I pull up my calendar here. But this should be a good a good time for Lamont Peterson to show what he's still got. I guess I could have did looked at it myself on the Squared Circle app that we downloaded, mm -hmm. that we have. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app. It's available in iOS and Google Play. Tell your friends about us. Follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Showtime. It's Showtime. Don't forget to hit us up on Twitter at TalkingSmack101. Follow us on SoundCloud, Twitcher. Uh, Twitter? Twitcher? Stitcher. Okay. You just, you just Subscribe go to us also on iTunes as well. Rate and review and share. We need the feedback. Even if you want to just cuss us out and tell us to suck. You know, you know what would hurt my feelings more? Not the one star, not the five star, but that three star. If someone's like three stars, like, just nah, really, just nah, that's it, just nah, I couldn't, I couldn't get a chuckle out of you. Just bland, no. just bland. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, that would, that would be offended, and I'd be like, why? What happened? Where did we go wrong with you? Lamont Peterson, you have an opportunity to display your skills. They threw you on the card, so that's a sign that either your handlers want to see something out of you before they ain't handling you no more, or you're asking for a fight to get a bigger fight. Hopefully, he's trying to get a bigger fight. Now we're talking about your man. <laughs> this, is, this is Adrian versus Adrian, right? Believe it or not. And <laughs> two dudes. Who'd have thought? Yo, Adrian. Adrian Boner versus Adrian Granados. What do we know about Adrian Granados so far? We know that he beat one of my favorite up-and-coming fighters, the, a mere young master and mom. Mm -hmm. And I've still been upset about that, too, because my man... We haven't but seen he, him like, like Mims. The rapper Mims, <laughs> Little Zane, disappeared. Disappeared. Yeah, so... Um, but he beat him by a respectable way, by outworking him. By outworking him. Relentless, so I can't... Stop, focused. And, and it, it's good to see rejuvenation. That's something that we're kind of going through ourselves. It's, yeah. You you feel you're at the second half, and you can sit back and let the second half be like the first, fun, exciting, didn't accomplish as much, or you can take it, move forward, press hard, and get to where you want to be. It reminds me of the quote you said in the beginning, which we'll save for the end here. So Adrian Boner, what what which which Boner is going to show up? Pardon the boner, well, so which which boner is gonna show? <laughs> which boner is gonna show up? Thanks for repeating the joke. So one, <laughs> because I have to get it through my mind of what you actually said, and I'm like, I, this is somebody. I don't know I if I can ever call this man by his name again, and I hope I never interview him <laughs> oh, <laughs> because man. it's just gonna come out. We're gonna have some problems just with saying, the problem. You just say you're the same weight class, man. He may take off on you. Nah, so um, about one, you know, one thing that I like about what he said too, especially coming off the loss to uh, Sean Porter. I liked him because he said the last two fighters that he beat have never been knocked out. Ooh. And he did get two TKOs for his last two fighters, man. Okay, Ashley Steele so, fan and Khabib or Habib yeah. something September 11th. Khabib, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, the 
I think we may see a new, a focused Adrian Broner. I hope we do. We see we less always... headlines, which is a good sign. Yeah. And um, he's not I... in jail. No sex tapes. No sex tapes. or I don't know if it's uh, sex tapes just because you're doing oral, but yeah. no little pistol whippings. Yeah, no pistol. Um, he looks, I, I've seen some of the, the training. Alley. I've seen some training videos. He looked decent on the mitts. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not being the same ignorant, I guess you would call it. Just arrogance out there, be a little too flashy, talking bigger than he really is. He used to be about billions. He's not even up to millions yet. So he's getting there. He's, he's getting, getting there. He's, it's a slow train, but we'll see what he got. He's he's he has an opportunity, kind of like Mayweather, as a guy that everybody wants to see you lose. Yeah. If you keep winning, and everybody will continue to pay to watch you, hoping you lose. Yeah. Because you've turned into the villain. You can embrace it and make and be successful yeah. off of it. But exactly. you got to work right. You got to make sure you don't get outworked. Prepare. Don't estimate the whole nine. Let's see. Here, look. Let's see. Camp. Look at. So look at this. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go all the way to uh, Pauly Malignaggi. Uh, we're looking at Adrian Broner's uh, which fight was, card, which was a pretty close fight, actually. It, 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 you know, but Adrian Poly, Broner play, he played a lot. Yeah, but Pauly Poly couldn't punch his way out of pain. He couldn't. Like, and I would. And that's what I, I like Pauly's my paisan man. I, he's he's I've, he's tweeted with me a couple times. Well, I tweeted him a couple times at least yeah, on Twitter. Tweeted, but you know. He, I wouldn't be scared to talk back to him. I've so, seen his record. So look, so look at this. You know what? Hold on. I'm gonna go back a little bit further. I'm gonna go back a little bit further to. Let's go down to Ponce his... de Leon. Yeah. That's that's no no that's, no no. The reason, that's I'm, the reason I'm starting no these are, I'm starting off on his 22nd. Jason Litzow. Because from last the, fighter promoted by Roy Jones Jr. So from the 22nd to the what is that the 27th fight one? No, wait a minute. One, two, three, four. Go down yeah, to so 21. Had, no, no, 21. no, 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 no. Look, look, okay. look, look what this, I'm doing. This. Did you look? Look. Chill, 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 chill. So you had six fights in a row where he, where he's KO'd or TKO'd a fighter. Okay. Then you got the problem Broner, which showed up, and then he got a split decision after that. He lost a unanimous decision to Marcos Maidana. So let's talk about real quick. Let's go through the TKOs here. We oh, have. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I get that? Can I get there before you keep it around me? Decent names no, here. Why don't you, why don't you look, can I get my point across? Right, can right. I get my point across? All right, all right, all right. Go ahead. All right. God, man, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to bring you along, man. You over here interrupting. This is why you never learn anything. So look. So you got a but split. So you get, so you got a split decision with Polly Malinaji, right? Mm-hmm. You got the loss, but then you got three unanimous decisions. Then you got another loss to a unanimous decision, man. So you can kind of tell where he really started feeling himself, mm-hmm. and then. He started to sharpen down. He started to get back to the grind to see where he got to him, and he came out with two TKOs. He so he's won a, the Sean Porter fight. He could have. He should have. He 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 could have. He could have won the Maidana fight if he would have kept moving. Now his corner lost in that fight. Yeah, they were so was, shocked. They were like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. No advice in the corner. And, and he's like, he "I'm was, fine." Yeah, yeah. you you weren't fine. No. You weren't fine. Too. They they didn't know what to do. They were they were too busy popping bottles, thinking about. They were like, "Where's his brush?" He need to brush his head. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That'd be the first guy I fire, actually, in my corner. I'm like, man, yo. His dad? Go. No, dude, brush his head. Yeah, that's his dad. You got to go, Pops. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Now, he needs to change his camp, I believe, if he wants to be really successful because they're going to continue with the same regimen. If there's no change, the game plan against him is still kind of easy, but it's up to him and his discipline. So, who so, knows? So, Ashley Theophane, he fought. Dang. Almost this time, he's he fought in April last year. This time, mm. so look, 
you lose again, and I, that's coming off a of TKO versus a, um, a worthy adversary out of the money team. You lose again, man. We might not hear from you for a while, man. I mean, you, you have the talent. you down the rankings. You're, You're in drop. the top 10 now, but we'll see you end up fighting. Okay, so if he loses again, he's going to end up fighting somebody like, uh, let me think here. Let me see. Who would they throw him in against at uh, around the 140? Let's go with that. Let's pull the records because if you lose, you're going to end up fighting somebody like uh, maybe who just who – just, uh, they're going to throw him in against uh, Beltran, the guy who just knocked out Mason Menard. Yeah. That's who they would throw him in with right there. It's a chance to redeem himself since Beltran is trying to respark what he got with that crazy good KTFO. But Adrian Boner, you got to do Victor Postal or somebody yeah, like that, man. Yeah. Ooh, he hey, don't I'll want like those problems. Yeah, he so, don't want those problems. So, I mean, I'm – Let's talk about Adrian so, Granados. Li- listen, listen. Boxing's better with Adrian Broner in it. Yeah. Yes, yes yeah. he is. He yeah, is. He's yeah. a he's a good entertainer. Right, and we said it all. It's like well, because it's, it's the role of the villain. You you got to have a villain in every role. You're your antagonist, protagonist. And he's a great fighter. And he's great he, to watch. You well, never we see, don't one of the most. I love I love the Santa Cruz Frampton fight because it was a good, exciting fight. But a little disappointing. That there's a lot of respect. A lot of respect. Like, yeah, no, little cheap shots. You know what I'm saying? Like, they get, you know, all the time no, they get jabbing. Cause, you, mad, you mad because there's no animosity yeah, in it? What's going on here? Like, you said, you get got a little elbow or shove. You know, a little maybe a little rabbit punch to the gut. You, you like, see, that's the reason why we like the imperfections. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's the reason why we like it's the imperfections. The imperfections that make it perfect. And it's the sweet science. This is Squared Circle 101. Download the app. It's available in Google Play, iOS. We, you can subscribe, rate, review, share the podcast. It's available on any podcast app you can think of. A SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes podcast, maybe Google Play podcast. Just search Square Circle 101. First thing you'll find is a links of nothing but us. Sunny Ill, your man Shooter. Now that we've made you feel good, let's feel a little bit better. What do you got for me, brother? Man, when you're working, when you're when you're winning... Keep working like you're losing. You never get behind that way. Keep keep working like you're losing. I was going to make a sex joke, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for another day. Another day. Sex is not a joke. Mm, it never is. Never is. Yeah. Never not is. with Max Dynamite. That's, that's the only time we ever got serious, huh? <laughs> okay. You know we love that sweet science. We're here to discuss it. Make sure you follow us. Hit us up. Give us some feedback. Show us some love. Happy V-Day. And I'm pretty sure you had a happy V-Day. Yeah, of course I did. I got to see John Wick. Yeah, V-Way, I Again. Guess. Again. <laughs> Wait, John Wick on V-Day? That's what it's going on, But anyways, I got, a man, I got a man crush on John Wick, man. Everybody gets one. We'll see y'all next Thursday.